The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast, episode number 140, recorded April 24th, 2022. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the KyberCast team. The other half is? My name is Michael Diaz, the second half. Or the first half. I don't know. I'm, all I know is together we make a hole. That's right. A big, giant hole in people's time. Get it, Mike? A hole? Get it? I get it. I get it. You're a clever guy. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. All right. You know, that's some that nice weather this weekend. Yeah. God, dude. Every 18 days. <laughs> Not even. You had back-to-back weeks. Uh, I know. How long before you got it back? Uh, we got it back like at 1030, something like that. Still, we could have recorded, I suppose, at 1030, but I, I, didn't, I was too pissed off. <laughs> Don't record pissed off. No, I'm normally, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, it's, it's basically Bruce Banner at the end of Avengers. You want to know how I control it? I'm always angry, <laughs> uh, which is, you know, people who know me probably think that's true. Uh, so are you like constantly at a seven? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and it just takes to lose power to go to a, you know, eight or a nine, but, uh, well, like we said last week, you're going to get that generator installed this summer and then you'll never lose power again. Yeah, nobody will. But that's cool. We'll see. We need it. And I, I got to tell you, we need it. So lots of stuff this week, actually. Uh, tons of news. Well, I mean, not tons of news, but interesting news, I think. Um, but probably the biggest we'll start with, I think, anyways, is the they finally got the Thor. Ra- uh, I always say Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder. Right? Is it Love and Thunder? It is Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Uh, teasers out, not not preview, I guess, but teasers out. Which this has now become what the Marvel movie with the weird record of the sh- the shortest amount of time between its release and we finally saw a preview right. or a teaser or something. But do they need to? You, you, anybody who's a Marvel fan is going to see it, preview or not preview. I get you. I, I I'm right there with you. I, I just wanted to see it as a geek, but you're right. At this point, let's face it, Marvel makes money. I mean, they took Master of Kung Fu and made a boatload of money. Right. Which I'm not saying the movie's good. It's a great movie, though. It is. It's a good, well, you think it's great. I I thought it was a good movie. The point is, Marvel has not proven they can take, you know, A, B, C, and even D-level characters and make all the money. Right. So do they really need to get people hyped? Only maybe a few weeks before it comes out now. Yeah. I mean, I don't even need to see anything else. I wouldn't even put another trailer out. Just it's fine. They will. I know they will, but I don't want to see any more. Like just see it at the theater. Because there's a fair amount we did not see here. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm going to go see it. There's no more. I don't need to see anything more. 
Like I don't Thank even you, need, yeah. I don't even see need to see any more um Obi-Wan stuff. Like they don't have to show me anymore. They you know, how much do they need to show? Just show it in the show. Show what it in the movie. See. You know? I think things like, you know, characters that people don't know. You might need more preview stuff. You know, I still think Doctor Strange isn't necessarily it's probably I, what would you rate Doctor Strange in terms of a as a Marvel character? I would say more C, not even B, right? But maybe not. I don't know. I mean, to the normal comic book person. B or C at least, only because this is the way I look at it. If your character can't maintain a monthly title, he's not an A-level character. Well, Strange can. He's had, he's had, he's never really gone away, right? Yeah. When was the, there's Strange Academy now, but that's bolstered, you know, by the last year or so, you know, getting hyped up for Spider-Man. But mm-hmm. there has not been a consistent Doctor Strange book since the 80s. Oh, he that's no, that's not true. Was, I have a whole. I've been reading it since the first movie. There's a consistent one. I thought they canceled that and bring up brought it back, and I don't know. I don't, I don't he's, think so. He's he's not Spider Man. No, he's not. He's not even Daredevil. No. So it's say B or C. I was just testing your your criteria of uh, uh, the comic book thing, though. I mean. And you even using that, I mean, I'd say the Punisher is even a B or C level character at this point. I would think the Punisher is a B for sure. He it was what he was an A list, you know, character for a while, but they took him out of the headlines for a while. Yeah. Anyways, oh. off topic. <laughs> Quickly, as That's we usually what do. We do. That's what we do. So this tra- this teaser feels. I mean, it looks good. It looks really to me. It looks good, but it looks comic. It looks like you know, take off of Thor Ragnarok, which is more color, slightly more color saturation in the in the look and feel. Um, some funny parts to it. Uh, feels Taika Waititi for sure. Um, so I mean, I enjoyed it. I would assume you enjoyed it. I loved it. I wanted more. In fact, I think I told you this too. And if I didn't, I'm telling you now. I liked this trailer so much that I really wish that. Even before this film comes out, because we already know this film, as much as we saw the Chris Hemsworth Thor, mm-hmm. we know this is going to be a kind of handing of the torch to Natalie Portman and her take on Thor. Um, I don't know if it's going to last more than a movie. We don't know that. We don't know. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like for like the Young Avengers and shit like that. I don't think it's going to be like whatever. I don't think it's that. I think Thor will be Thor at the end of this. I don't. I, I really think that Chris Hemsworth's done after this film. I think there'll be two of them. There might be. Something like that. I think he's done. I don't think so. He may be done for a little bit, but I don't think he's done done. We'll see. There's but money to be made. What I was trying to say was, as much as I want to see this movie, I wanted to see, like just on the snippets we saw in this preview, I wanted to see the movie between this one and Ragnarok, which was Thor hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy, the As Guardians of the Galaxy. I wanted to see that film. Yeah, we'll see. Clearly, does not exist. No, but we don't know what time. We don't know the time between Endgame and this, though. Well, it looks like. I mean, obviously, they all left together, and uh, at the end of uh, you know um, Endgame, Thor was still Fat Thor. He's Fat Thor in this. He starts off as that throw, and then obviously right. he starts working out and gets right. back in shape and yada, yada, yada. Did you notice the hat he was wearing? I, I, I saw he had a hat on, but I couldn't tell what it said. It said Strongest Avenger. 
<laughs> I miss that. That's glorious. It's great. Um, and I especially like the part where, you know, yeah. Uh, um, oh my God. Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, um, star Lord, star Lord. He's talking about, you know, when things are down, you look into the eyes of your family for support and like he just fades his face into the eyes of star Lord. <laughs> you get a Chris Hemsworth face. You, you know what? Chris Hemsworth is a hell of a comedic actor. Oh, he's great. He's really, I mean, he's very funny. I don't know if people give him credit for that, but super funny. Like he was the best thing of one of the worst movies. And that was the Ghostbusters reboot with the, um, the, I'm not saying because they're women, but the, when they redid it with women, all women as the Ghostbusters, Chris Hemsworth was one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was also in that vacation reboot as well. Maybe. I don't know if I've seen that or not. He's hilarious. Even those, that little, that little like handheld snippet they did when Thor got a roommate yep. that they put online. It was great. Oh my God. It's hilarious. So I like, I don't want to see much anymore. Like I don't even, I'm glad they, I guess they shot a, you know, at the end of the preview, you get to see Natalie Portman is uh, Thor, but um, dude, those biceps, they're fine. Um, what? I mean, that, I think it was good lighting. I don't know how much she really bulked up for this role. We'll find out. Oh, we've seen, I've seen some other pictures during the film. Is she, she like, read. look, if she got, she, you know, Linda Hamilton owns that. She's the one who's ever been the most ripped for a cool role, in my opinion, from T2. Um, so if she got, if she got the T2 status, that'll be great. I think she did. I think she'll be badass. I think she'd be great too. I think she'll be awesome. I just, I, I don't want to see any more. You've shown enough. I want to just see the movie. So you don't want to see Christian Bale? No, I don't need to. Wait till the movie. Okay, I'm good with it. Well, I want to kind of, I want to see. They'll show up because they want people to know that there's a bad guy. You know, this didn't really show up any bad guys. Um, But, you know, you got to see Zeus played by, you didn't see his face, but uh, played by, um, I should pull Wikipedia up. I'm just trying to go off my shitty memory. Uh, Gladiator, what's his name? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, that's who plays Zeus. Um. And I think, did we see, what was the other gods that we saw? It's hard to say because it was such a quick shot, which I believe it has to be the Greek gods. Yeah, the Greek gods I saw, but did they show the Egyptian ones? Maybe tying in a moon night, which we can talk about later. I I didn't catch that, but that doesn't mean they weren't there. I clearly saw Zeus, you know, with the lightning bolt and all yep. that. So they're clearly stopping by Olympus. And I, I, if I remember correctly... Hercules is supposed to be in this film. Yeah, my guess is that Olympus is going to fall, like Asgard did. Well, due to the God Killer, right? I mean, that's really going to set. He's going to set up the. Maybe maybe that's Act One kind of thing. But uh, you see a a lot of costume changes for Thor or what he wears um, throughout the trailer or the teaser. So here's what I'm so. I know he got struck in the eye, and yep. that's why he lost his eye, and then he got the, you know, Different colored eye. Yeah, but that's obviously been fixed. But was that scarred? I mean, because there's the scene where he's kind of being zen and sitting under the tree, and he's clearly got a scar under his eye. Right. I don't know if it was from then. I'd have to go back, I think, and watch Ragnarok to see when his, he gets that scar and where it is, because, I don't know, 
it, I didn't see in the rest of the, in the preview at all. And I'm really like, I'm really starting to feel like he is going to give up fighting for peace or maybe some kind of soul searching. I, that's why I think he's done. Now, don't get me wrong. If I'm proven wrong and there are two Thors, I'm all for it. But I kind of think, I mean, Hemsworth has gone farther now than anyone. He's getting a fourth movie. Admittedly, his first movie was okay and his second movie sucked. I liked the first movie a lot. I liked it. I mean, it, I'll give Marvel this. I was not ever interested in Thor, and after seeing that movie, I was. Oh, uh, I always loved Thor. Thor was a, one of my favorite characters, but I was always into like the Greek gods, Norse, go- Norse gods, and you know that's right. all goes back to D anD D. Like to me, it's like that stuff was always big for me. So Thor, the Mighty Thor, was one of my favorite cartoons back in the '60s when they had. Or they're out of the '60s. I wasn't alive then, but um, because they had you know Captain America, Thor, Submariner, Hulk, Iron Man, right. and Spider Man. Those were the six. They had six shows back then. Crazy. Really crazy. Um, which, you know, Submariner's got to come some point. Well, like, rumor is he's going to show up in uh, the next Black Panther movie. Right. But could. Anyway, I know we've been rambling about this, but I'm very excited. I already was excited, just like you. I'm going to see this movie no matter what. I'm going to see it that opening yeah. weekend. I'm super psyched for it. So. My only complaint about not seeing the preview sooner is just because I'm a geek and I wanted to see it sooner. But it's it would be hard-pressed for them to put something out that makes me not want to see this movie. Right. Or lessen my desire to see the movie. I do have just one, one question. I hear people talking about, like, how are they going to get, you know, how are they going to put Molnir back together? I'm like, they don't need to. Didn't he get it from the past to bring it forward in Endgame? It didn't get destroyed again, did it? No, but I thought, didn't Captain America go back in time with it to put it back? I don't remember. That's possible, but I, I don't remember did. that. I thought he just took the, the the things back. I thought when he left, he had Mjolnir with him. Did he? Now we're going to have to go check. So re- listeners, you can double check us, leave a comment, because uh, if you don't comment by the time we post this, or the time you listen, we'll find out and we'll post it. Hmm. But uh, I thought he went back in time with it. So Because when she grabs it, obviously you can see the light through all the cracks that like has been fused back together. Right. I'm thinking now I don't want to spoil anything. Did you, are you, I guess he with? does. I just looked it up. He did take Molnir back with him. Okay. There you go. Listeners. You're I don't remember that. I remember he was sitting on the thing and he had Mjolnir with him. Okay. So do you know anything about, uh, the female version of Thor that Natalie Portman's playing? No. Then I will shut up. I don't want to give any. Spoilers. Yeah, leave it away. Because I, I know that they, somebody puts it back together. The, takes the shards of Narnia. Oh, you didn't see Lord of the Rings, so my no. reference is nothing to you. All right, let's move on. Because <laughs> we could actually talk Thor a lot. Um, I, I threw this in here because I saw a piece of news. Um, I can't believe it's been one year since Sam has become Captain America. Holy cow! It's been one year already. One year. So that means we're getting really close to. The announcement of Captain America 4. I hope so. Well, no, because they announced it shortly after the end of... Yeah, but nothing's... It's been a year. Has it been in production? Has they shot anything? We don't... I don't even know if they shot anything yet. Right. Um, But a whole year... Like It seems like yesterday that we were just reviewing that show, which I really liked the show. I really liked it too. But yeah, one year. Um, And then a couple Star Wars news things uh the acolyte starts shooting in october 
and uh, I'm super excited for this. I know you're probably not, but I think what's excited for me is that this is a totally different story at a totally different time. It could be very interesting if it's a dark side kind of tale. Is it live action or is it animated? No, it's a live action show. Okay. It's a Disney Plus show, yeah. I'm interested. I, you know, I've got a couple of the uh, High Republic books. I just haven't read them yet, so. It's directed by the person that did Russian Doll. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, could be cool. I'm not disinterested. I, I, you know, I like Star Wars and I like, if I'm being honest, I like fresh voices in Star Wars. It's probably why I've liked Mandalorian so much and. Maybe right. why I didn't like Boba Fett as much. I like fresh voices if they're good, not like The Last Jedi. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then this is a big one. Like if you're going to Celebration, uh, if you want to go to their site, you can see who the guests are this year. But one big one just signed up that you can get his autograph at as well. And that's Obi-Wan himself, Ewan McGregor. That's a pretty big get. It is a big get. I mean, this, to be in autograph row, like to show up and talk is one thing, but to be on autograph row, that's kind of big. That is big. I mean, you've got, you also have Ian McDiarmid's going to be there, Jonas Sumato, Sutamo, who plays Chewbacca. Ironically, you know who else is going to be there? Jet Lucas. Why? George Lucas's son. Well, yeah, okay. Because he played Zet Jukasa. Who? He's the, he's the, okay. Remember Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Okay. You know, the scene where um, Jimmy Smits or Bail Organa goes to the Jedi temple. Yeah. The Jedi that kills the, the um, clone troopers and then ultimately dies. That's him. That's George Lucas's son. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Terribly unexciting that is. <laughs> oh, but I mean, you know, you know, he's there. He's a character. Um, Good for him, because I'm sure, I'm sure all those Lucas kids are going to be hurting for money. Oh yeah, uh, but you got Billy Lord going to be there. Yeah, okay. Man, that's Carrie Fisher's daughter, man. I understand, but she's not Carrie Fisher. No. Anthony Daniels, Carl Weathers. Does that matter? Yeah. Okay. Anthony Giancarlo Daniels. Esposito. Is that good? Giancarlo is just a badass motherfucker. I'll see him anywhere. Right? Emily Swallow, you know who that is? Nope. The armorer of a Mandalorian? Okay. Yeah. See, but now you're, I don't know. I'm just throwing, just, you know, these are people, Katie Sackhoff, you know who that I is? I used to go to cons all the time and I'd be like, oh, this guy played the guy standing in the background in this scene. I'm like, oh, and he wants 20 bucks for an autograph? Yeah. Fuck him. What about Katie Sackhoff? Is that good for you? Okay. I do love Katie Sackhoff. Okay. She's going to be there. I mean, come on. And in, and, and in good Star Wars news, you know who's going to be there? George Lucas? The, no. Oh. Kelly Marie Tran. Well, good for her. That's what I'm saying. That's good. That's a that's a positive, you know, all the shit she took for no reason. Yeah. I mean, she did her job. Or daring to accept an acting role. Yeah. No kidding. And get paid and be in a Star Wars movie. Right. It's like, who the fuck wouldn't do that? Um, I do it. You don't even have to pay me. Right. So. I, I, I'm, I will Daniel Craig that shit. Exactly. Put me in a stormtrooper outfit, and I don't even give me a speaking line. Just I'm that one standing over there. That's more right. than that's all I need. Right. Anyways, there's other people too, like Sam Witwer, who's one of my favorite voice actor and other otherwise actor, uh, Matt Lanter, and people like that. But uh, man, I wish I could go to this. I really would. I, I mean, that line for you, McGregor. Like, I, I'm just curious how early people would go to see him. Uh, the night before. 
I would think so, right? Like they would line up and like miss a day, just to probably j- just to get that autograph. I have I mean, Ray Park's autograph. Did I tell you that? No, I got Ray Park. Did you like meet him at a strip club or something? No, I saw him at a convention in Chicago. I'm teasing you, man. I I uh, didn't have to wait much longer than five minutes. Um, really? Little for David Prowse. I walked right up to his table. There was no line. That's awesome. So I've got both. At the time, those are the two big Darths, right? So I had David Prowse. It's funny because Ray Park signed his autograph on, you know, his picture, blah, blah, blah. And then David Prowse did the same thing. But David Prowse, you know, he's got that thing about, you know, James Earl Jones doing the voice. Whereas he thought he was doing the voice. You know, that whole thing. You know how bad that would have been? That would have been horrible. Oh, yeah. but That movie would have sunk in two seconds. (laughs) But he signed... The picture of Darth Vader, the one I bought from him, he said, David Prowse is Darth Vader. Like, whatever, okay, whatever. I got yeah. it. Yeah, not anyway. in Return of the Jedi, you weren't. You were like in two, right. three, two or three scenes. Right. Um, anywho. Anyway, that's a big, big, you know, if you go to Celebration, go check it out. I mean, I'm sure that'd be fun. I wish I could go. I'm jealous if you're going. Um, if you do go and you want to like talk about it on the podcast, let me know. Let us know. If when you come Ooh, yeah. back, I'd love to talk to anybody who goes to uh, who's able to go to a celebration. Um, if you'd like to be on our podcast, I'd love to talk to you about it if you go. So, Michael will tell you how to get a hold of us at social media later on in the show. Yeah, we'd love to have you because we can't be go. sweet, right? All right, what did you throw up on here? Well, sad news that Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One has been pushed back from October 22 to June 2023. That's huge. That is huge. Now, I think. There's a couple things here. Number one, uh, this is an animated movie. It takes a lot of computer work. And a lot of that animation is done overseas as well. And even though pretty much everyone in the U.S. is acting like COVID's over, it's still not. Well, production's behind for a lot of things too, not just... There's a lot of things. That's, that's part of it. But also, you know, people, even, even people working in the U.S. are working remotely. So they're not getting... Like, they're not sitting there connected by fiber to the supercomputers they got rendering this stuff. No. They're working remote. They're doing it remote, and sometimes it takes a bit longer, right? Absolutely. There's all kinds of reasons why it's getting pushed back. But a good thing, I would say, is that they're moving from October, which, okay, it, they were going to own October probably. But the fact they're moving it to June, which is prime tentpole time, Shows the faith that Sony has in this movie as well. Means means they didn't make a, a Morbius uh, sequel to <laughs> fill that June right. slot for summer. <laughs> right, they're not dropping it in, uh, you know, end of March, early April. Right. <laughs> so, well, it's a shame, but you know, I, I don't think it's a story thing. Like you said, I don't think there's like problems with the story or anything like that. Oh no, I mean, they're doing parts one and two back to back, so. Right, I, it, it's definitely a story. I think they've got the story nailed down. I think they've got the right team, and you know the ironic thing is, Lord Miller, thanks for getting booted off of uh, Solo because <laughs> the, the first movie is fantastic. I'm you really know, sure. this is where Sony's dropping the ball. I think with the Spider-Man, like I know they're building the um, possibly the Sinister Six. I don't know. I guess I Craven's. I guess Craven's moving up because um, of this this pushback for. Uh, the Spider-Verse 2. Um, 
what a missed opportunity they could have they could have built they could have built Miles Morales as live action and built a sinister six around him and have his own and not even worry about the MCU side of it and but you know I don't think I just don't think they have the team they don't have the team they don't they don't and I'm sorry I am my excitement level for the Craven movie is about where it is for Morbius. I don't have any excitement because I don't even know who the hell it is. I never, never read a comic book. He's a great Spider-Man villain, in fact. But he's uh, like a, he's like not villain all the time, right? Kind of like Morbius, isn't it? Kind of like a, a fluid thing, or no? Well, it depends. I mean, he had a son, you know. But the original Craven died in the eighties, and they did an amazing story called Craven's Last Hunt, and it's epic. If you ever get a chance, grab the collected edition. It is brilliant. It's fantastic comic book. Um. But all that to say, you can't do that story without Spider-Man. Because mm. the whole point of it is Craven. I don't know if you know, he's like the, uh, he's like the ultimate hunter, right? Right. And then he realizes, you know, taking down Spider-Man, he is the ultimate prey. I mean, you can take down a superhero, I'm taking down Spider-Man. So they always had that kind of adversarial thing going on in the comics. But in the 80s, they did Craven's Last Hunt and it's, is brilliant. That's the story they should do, but you can't do it. You can't do a last. You can't do a last hunt on the first movie. <laughs> There's that, but also, it's really it really should be a Spider-Man movie where Craven's the bad guy. They, so I don't know what they're going to do. I, I have no interest in the Craven movie. That's where I am. I don't. I don't either. But yeah, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse pushback. This is part one, which obviously means part two is going to be pushback too because it was supposed yeah. to come out a year after. Unless they're working con- in conjunction, you know, and they maybe it's six months later, not necessarily a year. Right, right. Maybe it's Christmas, which would be a great Christmas time, you know, if you go to June. I don't Christmas. know. I think everyone took notes. On after, Solo? Uh, on Solo, right? Yeah. Being so, so fast. All that to say, push back to June 2023. But, last bit of news, there's a new Lightyear trailer out. There is. Which I just watched before the show. Michael shows, I'm like, oh, there's a new one it was good. It, it really fleshes out what the story is about. Yeah. A little time jump again for Captain America. Yeah. Chris Evans, if you want someone, a hero <laughs> to, to jump loses decades, he's your man. He's your guy. Sign me up, Chris Evans. I will go on record to say this will probably make the most money of any Pixar film ever. That's a bold claim. Could be by a dollar more, but I think it's going to kill. <laughs> What is the most? I don't even know off the top of my head. What is the most? Uh, probably a, a Toy Story. One of them, I would assume. Probably. Wally was pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't know if it pulled that kind of money. It was a great movie, but I don't know if it pulled. I mean, it did well, but I don't think it pulled Toy Story. You know, stuff. So. Yeah, you, you got to get a little heady for kids. True. You can true. watch it. Can and you like believe it, but... they actually thought about putting Toy Story's direct video? Toy Story Two. Yeah. Well, some of the, well, Pixar has been screwed the last three years of going direct to Disney Plus. Was so like you know almost everything's been directed Disney Plus. This is the first one I think that's coming into the theaters. Which I did not put. I know we we're not talking about that, and I it was a couple of weeks ago, but I did see Seeing Red. Yeah, or Turning Red, or what was it? Seeing Red, Turning Red, I think. Turning Red. I really liked it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's not great, but I, not great. It was good. I like Soul better. Oh yeah, and I think Soul I just identified awesome. with Soul more than obviously than this particular. I don't have daughters. I don't have, you know, I don't know what it's like to go through all that stuff. So you're not going through puberty as a teenage girl. No, no, I identify as a 51 year old <laughs> male. <laughs> so, 
so again another tangent but yeah light years coming out it looks uh, great great preview you know yeah it's definitely going to be successful and it's definitely going to make a bunch of money which pixar needs that you know feather in their cap after yeah. disney has shunted everything over it's a bit of them. captain marvel meets captain america exactly um looks good though it looks great it looks really good it looks fun um yeah go watch the preview it's really really good looks really really good all right, we got a lot to talk about to, uh, as well today. So let's jump right into our geek this week. Uh, I'll go fairly quickly. I'm still doing the Lego Star Wars. I'll probably be doing that for a while. But uh, I did watch Uncharted. Did you see that movie? Oh, I haven't. Is it good? It was good. I had no. What's it? What's I have that no. Sound in your voice though, is it's good. Well, I mean, it's not great, but, but it was okay. fun. I enjoyed watching it. I, you know, it's predictable. You know, it's a bit um, predictable to a point. I won't give it up. Uh, on here, but there's a scene in the movie that I was like, "Good for you! You made a decision that I would make, uh, and not be, not because I would make it, but um, let's just say like you do not expect this person to be um, taken away from the story, and you're like, oh wow, that was cool, good move.' Um, oh, you piqued my interest. Uh, it was just smart. I was just like, I've always wanted movies to do this because you know, not since Psycho has this happened, and I'll leave it at that. Um, wow. Now I don't even really know where to go. That's so it's, uh, okay. Well, if you know anything about psycho it was a big deal, the opening. Right. Um, and why, you know, cause of the actor. Um, so it was a fun movie. I thought Tom Holland was great. I thought Mark Wahlberg was Mark Wahlberg. He was fine. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he didn't play anybody hard to play. Like, I don't think he played, you know what I mean? He just kind of, his character is a little thin, you know, um, I, I think you had it right. It's Mark Wahlberg. I've seen him do some great stuff. Um, but I mean, I think the character has Wahlberg been in where you're like, he is a fantastic actor. Oh, that's not fair. I mean, do you see Boogie Nights? He's good in that. All right. He was really good in that. All right, I'll give you I have to look at his catalog, but I mean, he's done a lot of good stuff. I think he's a good All actor. Right. Last five to ten years. Let's All right, not going to look up his IMDb because I don't even know what he... I can't remember everything he's been in. I'm not a Wahlbergian. That's fine. That's fine. I was just curious. He, he does seem to play a lot of the same character lately, though. Lately. Well, we'll find out what... Let's do this. Let's see. I will say this. I And this is more than ten years old. But I loved him in The Departed, even though it's just a small role. Let's see here. Let's see... Heading down There's the so much crap on here. Uh, my God. I can't even figure out what he's been in that's actor of 76. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard he was good in Father's Stew. It's out right now, which I haven't seen. No interest. <laughs> well, it's a small story. Uh, I have no problem with a small story. Let's see. In fact, we just watched, uh, not geeky at all, but we just watched a movie. It's a few years old called This Is Where I Left You. Mm-hmm. This Is Where I Leave You. It's a small story. We really like that movie. Not geeky at all. So I'll not really about this show, but. Well, I never saw, I never, well, Invincible I liked. He played a uh, football player. He was good in that. It was He's all right, pretty- but he's still pretty much Walmart Mark Wahlberg. Um, then he played, let's see, I didn't see Max Payne. I didn't see the shooter. I heard the shooter was really good. He was good in that. Uh, I didn't see the fighter, which I heard he was good in that. I saw Ted. I thought he was great. And Ted played an idiot. He was good in that. 
Okay, he did play a good idiot there. I'll give you that. Um, I thought he was good in Daddy's. Was it Daddy's? Home? Which one with Will Ferrell? Yeah, Daddy's Home. <laughs> where he plays the real dicky guy. He's fine. He's good. Is he? You know, he's not. Uh, uh, you know, the, the greatest actor of our time, but he's adequate. He's the cheeseburger of actors. Yeah, he's fine. Which is ironic. But anyways, it was a fun, fun show. Yeah, it was fun show, uh, fun movie to watch. I, it was, you know, Indiana Jones, just Jones like, and they kind of joke about that too. They actually make that reference, you know. Um, so there's some good stuff in there. It's worth awesome. a watch. It was a worth a streaming watch. Put it that way. Where where is it streaming? Um, places. Places. Uh, yeah, oh, gotcha. <laughs> you have to find it. Understood. Got it's it. out there. Got it. Um. Yeah. That's mine. How about you? I got a bunch, but I'll go through them quick. Uh, still reading We Are Legion, We Are Bob. I think I explained what that was last week. A guy dies as a court and had his brain frozen and wakes up over 100 years in the future and is the, now the AI of a spaceship. Um, really enjoying that, but I'm only I'm thinking, not even halfway through it because I read slow. Um, because of the Moon Knight show, which we'll talk about here in a minute, I decided to Start the uh, Lemire and Greg Small, Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood, Smallwood run that they did about five, six years ago back on Moon Knight. It's three volumes long, I think about 18 issues or so, give or take. Um, funny enough, I own them digitally. I must, I bought them years and years ago. I didn't <laughs> you did, know it. Your digital comic hoarder, you don't even know what you have. Well, it was one of those things, I, like I said, I love Moon Knight and I hadn't read some of the most recent stuff. Right. So a few years ago, a bunch of them went on sale like for stupid, crazy, cheap prices. I'm like, I'll read that eventually. Well, eventually started last week. And? Week. It's good, but it's I, I, there's a lot of parallels to the show. So I won't get into it because we're going to talk about the show. Well, we're going to jump but, into that next. So, yeah. uh, Still reading Severance, which is the uh, free comic book that's being put out on Substack by Brian K. Vaughn and uh, Henriken. If I can remember if I say her name right. And then last but not least, not actually, I, I was I watched uh, most of, I'm still watching Predators, that uh, sequel to Predator that was put out like 10 years ago or so, 10, 15 years ago, uh, which was uh, produced by Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And? I, I've seen it before. I just, I, I recently bought it on 4K. Got it. Streaming. So I just... Yeah, I think it holds up. I think it's good. It's a fun movie, but it's, you know, it's not particularly smart, but it's it's fun. Have you ever seen it? No. It's worth seeing. It's probably the best. Is it the one that has um, Keegan-Michael Key, Key, Key in it? No, that's Predator. Or the Predator. Oh, The Predator. Yeah. Okay. That was done by, uh, yeah, Black. Shane Black. That's not good. I own that too, but it's not good. Okay. <laughs> no, I would say out of, there have been four standalone Predator films now. Predator, Predator 2, Predators, and then The Predator. That's them in chronological order. I would say this is the best sequel by far. Really? Better than two? Yes. Wow. All right. I actually like, like two. And it's funny, I looked at Rotten Tomatoes just because that's me. And two gets no love. It's really dissed. I kind of dug it. I liked it too, but I think this one is better. It, it captures the feel of the original much more than any other of the other films. All right. And then uh, last but not least, I got a smartwatch, Joe. You did? Well, is it really smart with the with the name I see in front of it? 
Samsung Smart <laughs> or Samsung Watch 4 Classic? Why? <laughs> well, I was just picking on Samsung. How much of the Apple iOS did they steal for this watch? <laughs> uh, none, because they, they did this one in conjunction with Google, so they, it uses the Wear OS. Oh, does it? Instead. No, is it cool? Do you like it? Uh, so here's the thing. I'm, I don't want to go too long on this, but I am that guy that has never wanted a smartwatch. I actually wear real watches, like actual old school watches, and I coordinate them with my outfits because I'm that guy. Right. You're like the Sally Jesse Raphael of watch guy. Yes. Thank you. Um, so I, I never wanted a watch, a smartwatch. I didn't buy this. A friend of mine gave it to me. Oh, he He's liked like, it that much, huh? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He uh, he got it like when it was brand new last November, or maybe it was a little bit before then. But uh, he hated. He he decided he didn't like Android anymore, and switched back to uh, iOS. You know, got he saw stuff, the light. Uh, what's that? He saw the light. He went back to the Apple. Well, he's got he's got a MacBook. He's got. It's hard. It's hard I to don't break. Know how many yeah. iPads he has. Yeah. He just likes how they all sync up together. And it does. Like, they just work. You get locked in, but it works. So he went back to an Apple Watch. So he's like, he he's he threw it in a drawer and it's been sitting there for six months. He's like, hey, take this. Again, I never wanted a smartwatch. I wanted something like a fitness tracker, though, because uh, I'm trying to be a little bit more active and wanted mm-hmm. something to track that. So I don't wear it all the time. I wear it when I sleep at night to track my sleeping, which apparently I'm sleeping fine. So I don't need to do that really anymore. But now I wear it when I when I work out because the heartbeat sensor it actually gets oh, yeah. a better read. It's it's better. That's how you should be doing things, anyways. Through heart. Well, rate. yeah. I mean, I used to do my workout tracking on my phone, but then I started like I went on a walk like I normally did, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Why am I? Why is this saying I'm working out harder? Because it's now it's measuring my heart rate too, right. which before I couldn't do that. Right. So all that to say, I'm not a convert, but I I I would have been happy with like a twenty thirty dollar just fitness tracker to do my heart rate. But now I have this really awesome, expensive uh, smartwatch that does that instead. Right. But I got it for free. So cool. I mean, you know, speaking of that, so we, I have an Apple Watch, and um, part of the, you know, when you pay for the, when you pay for uh, music as a family and Apple TV Plus and that kind of stuff, you know, when it's like a family rate, well, you can get this thing called Apple Fitness, and um, it's like another two bucks for every. You know what I mean? It's like cheap. Right, and they have a ton of workout videos that works with your watch. Oh, that's awesome! So it goes on that you can throw it onto the Apple TV, and it'll show your watch and your time and your heart rate and everything up there. And you can, and it, you know, you can do a twenty-minute workout, a ten-minute workout, a thirty-minute. Um, choose whatever you want to do. They got a ton of them, and I absolutely love it. It's it's great. You can throw it on your phone if you need it, wherever you're at, and it'll give you. A sh- it's it's really good. It's for me, it works great. I'm not in any better shape, I don't think, but I feel <laughs> feel mentally better. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm burning all these extra calories. No, I'm burning the same amount of calories. It's just my reading is much more accurate now. Right. But so. it's good for you. All right. Well, let's move forward because I'm not going to shill for Apple anymore. They don't pay me anything. Um, Patreon. If you guys want to help out our show, check out our our website at patreon.com slash kybercast if you'd like to become a patreon member uh, we have three tiers there so check that out and uh, see if it's something you'd like to do just keep this uh, podcast going i mean we're going to do it anyways but it does cost some money um, we don't have advertising so you know hey if you want to help out the show that's one way to do it we can um, use the extra money to pay for joe's electric bill 
God. <laughs> I shouldn't pay. I don't have it. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I don't have electricity to pay for. No. Fair enough. Um, all right. Let's jump in. We got three shows to talk about again this week. We got Moon Knight, Picard, and Halo. Um, I want to jump into Moonlight. Moonlight. Moon Knight. Um, Michael, I'm confused. This show, like, I don't know if I like this show. I mean, I'm enjoying watching it, but I'm lost. I, I, I feel like there's, there's, I, I just can't grasp the characters yet. And I saw Moonlight, Moonlight. I saw, I've seen Moon Knight now two times in, in, in the four episodes, and I don't, and he's gone already. And like, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm having some trouble with this, with this, with this particular show. You know, we're, we're starting basically at the end. I'm assuming, and because that's the place to start. Sure. This show, especially this episode, because, you know, spoiler warning, in case you haven't watched it, we're talking about the most recent episode. And they throw us through a loop. I mean, Mark gets shot twice in the chest. It appears he's dying. He falls into the water and then all of a sudden, bam. He's somewhere else. In it's like one, it turned into like one flew over the cuckoo's nest or something. It did. So before I get too far into that, let me say that this is one of the benefits of Disney releasing this weekly. Right. Because right now we're talking about it and it's getting people interested, right? I'm assuming. I would assume, yeah. It gives us something to chew on and I appreciate that. So I know Netflix likes to dump an entire series all at once and people binge it. If this entire series was out right now, this episode would have ended, and we immediately watch the next episode to see what the fuck we just saw. Right. Well, I mean, the, but, uh, to start, the, before we go too far, I mean, the episode starts out as basically the Mummy movie. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it goes through all Mummy that thing. Mummy slash Indiana Jones, right? Yeah, which is Mummy stole from, right, exactly. That um, typical thing, right? Right. But I say the Mummy because the the girl reminds me of the the kind of the interaction, the woman who's great in this. I, I don't know. What's her name? Um, the character is awesome. Uh, Layla, right? Yeah. She's good. Love her. Yeah. Yeah. Great character. Cool. Um, actress. Um, I guess, you know, maybe she'll be moon Knight at some point. I don't know. Um, so it's like this basic thing. And then it cuts to this weird thing. We see a hippo. We see it like, I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I'm just having a hard time grasping the characters and finding something like I just, and maybe because it's such a different kind of hero that I'm so used to the tropes of, you know, identity and secret identity and, you know, your other alter ego. And this is so different. Um, but uh, I mean, there's some good character moments. This, I mean, I, Oscar Isaac is great in this episode. So it's, it's an interesting episode. I mean, you can, you can tell when he is one or the other person. Like oh, his yeah. whole body changes, his eyes change. I mean, he's very, he's, he's killing it in the show. Yeah. Acting this, wise. This is a tour de force of acting. No question. It's great. But, but I don't know if I like the show yet. <laughs> no, I hear you. It was always going to be a challenge focusing on the disparate personalities within Mark, Stephen, Moon Knight, whatever. You want to there's a third it. one that we don't know yet. Yes. And there's a definitely a third. I'm assuming it's Jake. Not sure. I don't know it what is. Jake is. So you know that I don't. Exactly. I'm not going to say anything more because no. even if it is Jake, he seems to be vastly different than what he is in the comics. But that was always going to be a tough sell. Um, and then to end the episode this way where it actually makes your audience go, what the fuck is going on? 
it, you know what? I have a couple thoughts on that. Number one, there are these rumors going around. We talked about it in a couple episodes that Oscar Isaac was signed for this one season and that's it. Then mm-hmm. he might be done. After the last episode, I'm like, maybe they're right. Maybe he, maybe this ends with Mark dying. Good. Who knows? So let's talk about how this ends. I think it's, it can go one of two ways. Number one possible option is that the entire show has taken place in his mind from moment one. Yep. And if that's the case, I don't know if I like that. Um, because what's the point of there being a Moon Knight hero? I, I don't think that is the case. I think they've been building these, um, they as in Marvel, have been building the gods up now, these areas of gods, and you now you've got Egyptian gods, you've got Asgard, you've got the Eternals, and, now, and, and we're going to see... Uh, Greek gods and Thor, right. like there's, there, there. I think that's something. I don't think, right. You know, I don't think it's that, but it could be, right. And that was my initial reaction. I'm like, does this really all take place in in his head? But then I chewed on it, and after about a day, I rewatched it, and I thought, here's the second option. This has all actually happened, but because his brain is already fragmented because of the DID, the disassociative identity mm-hmm. disorder, that this is how his mind is reacting to him being wounded, mortally, possibly mortally wounded, mm-hmm. possibly on the brink of death. And this is how his brain makes sense of it. Instead of him going to the light, as you know, as many people say, and they see their whole life go in front of him, mm-hmm. His broken mind has taken him to this basically a soft reboot center, right? Where this is how his mind is trying to make sense of things. And I'm thinking he will survive this and the show will continue. And I'm hoping that's the case. Because if this entire series is taking place in just in his mind, I said already, I don't think I'd like that. But it could it could be that. I don't I'm hoping it's not, and I think the second option is more likely. But if Oscar Isaac really isn't involved anymore after the series, maybe it is that first. Maybe he actually is dead at the end of the show. Well, I mean, it went from like, they're there to, you know, the way the the show started out was you have the antagonist looking to resurrect or bring to life Ahmet to be the true uh, cleanser of the planet. It's, It's no different than, Raza Ghoul, you know, uh, by any means necessary, get rid of the evil, even right. if you got to kill them all. You know what I mean? It's just get rid of it, right? Or Thanos killing half the population right. of everyone. Well, his wasn't about evil, but yes, it's, you know. Right. His was about just balancing balance, resources. Yeah. Yada, it's yada. basically deer hunting. Yeah, yeah. But thin, thin the herd. The point is, Harrow is no different in that he believes his his uh, crusade is righteous. Yeah. So it was pretty clear cut. And now I, I assumed that, you know, when you, when they're going through this, they're, they, they're, they found, you know, Amit's tomb. And then we think that Amit's last avatar was Alexander the great. Yeah. That's what they said. Right. In this yeah, episode, the voice of Amit. Yeah. Which is interesting as a, uh, a person of Macedonian descent. Um, Alexander was Macedonian and Greek. And so how did the Egyptian gods get in there? It would be Greek gods. Wait, you're Macedonian? 
Mm-hmm. Did not know that. I knew you were Greek. That's cool. I'm everything. Look at my, <laughs> I'm literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's how I was raised, you know, and those are Greek gods. So how did Amit get figured in with mess with Alexander the Great's weird storytelling for me? Um, gotcha. So that's interesting. Uh, and then there's another tomb or another one. Right. Oh yeah. You're talking about the other, uh, it's, uh, sub- a sarcophagus sarcophagus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We don't know who that is, right? That's definitely, I mean, we, they've been hinting at it for a couple episodes. That's definitely the third identity. Who it is, we don't know. Right. I'm assuming Jake, but again, not sure. So. So, but well, who's this hippopotamus? Did you look anything up on that during the week? Yeah, uh, she is representative of another Egyptian goddess. Of That does what? Oh, I knew I, I knew I should know this, and I don't remember off the top of my head. I do not recall. All right, no biggie. So, my question to you, Mike: Like, you're you're the Moon Knight person. You're you know some of these stories. Are do you like the show? Um, here's what I say. Uh, well, first off, yeah, she represents uh, Tawaret, who's a bipedal hippopotamus with limbs like those of a feline. Uh, she was. Uh, her hieroglyph means protection. Okay, so maybe she's going to save him. Right. She's, um, well, the hippopotamus in uh, ancient Egypt was also associated with life, regeneration, and here's the kicker, rebirth. Yeah, so yeah, that's probably what. So you asked me, do I like the show? Um, yeah, I have no skin in this game. Like, it's a Marvel thing. I, you know, I like watching it. I'm having fun watching it, but I don't know if I like it yet. I have to wait to the end, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm just like lost. Right. So am I, especially after this last episode. So do I like it? I'm going to go with, I don't know yet, but it has done this because this is not the 80s version. The 80s version of Moon Knight, like I said, even though it did include the DID, mm-hmm. uh, was basically a not too thinly, uh, veiled you, copy of Batman. Okay. And so th- there's a lot more action going on in the late seventies, eighties version of this character. Now, since the two thousands, they've rewritten this character's origin. Some great writers have done things. And from what I'm hearing, uh, a lot of that was taken from both Warren Ellis's run and Jeff Lemire's run. So in that regard, it has interested me enough to, for me to go read those comics. Like I just started, like I said, and there is some parallels to that that I'm seeing in this. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually going to relate this to another show, which I, I don't know if I mentioned in my Geek This Week, but we just finished the show Severance on Apple TV. I watched the first episode. And I, I didn't feel like feeling like shit, so I stopped watching it, but I'll probably go back to watching <laughs> it. I'm going to warn you right now, Joe. It'll probably take you to episode six before you start going, okay. Well, I don't hate it. I just like... This just reminds me of the corporate world. I just don't even want to deal with it right now. <laughs> I totally get that. We only, until the last few episodes, we only watched one every couple of weeks or so because of that same thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind it's of not an uplifting show. It's brutal on the psyche. It is. Um, now that said, this isn't about, this podcast isn't about severance, but I'll say this. No. Severance 
slowly reveal this layers very slowly mm-hmm. and at the end when it when the finale happened i was like holy shit yeah that's what we're saying like i gotta watch it um, so i compare that to moon knight because it's giving us a lot but we don't know where any of this is going and there's twists and turns especially this last episode so all that to say do i like it i can't say that but it's keeping me interested enough i have to see how it is yeah oh yeah for sure it's interesting for sure it's interesting, but it's going to, there, there's obviously a twist coming up, right? I would think so. Based on this last episode. So in the next, what, it's got what, two more episodes? Yeah, that's it. And it's done. So it's got two episodes to stick that landing. And that's what I'll tell you whether or not it's good. And honestly, because it's been so weird up until this point, I'm really curious as to the rewatchability of this show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it is yet, but we'll see. And I don't know if it's going to lead into Doctor Strange at all, or if it's going to lead into uh, Thor, maybe with the, the gods. I think maybe would be a smart thing if, if these are all connected, which they said they are. You know, Five is one that said these shows are connected. Um, but we'll see. I don't see the connection yet to the rest of the Marvel universe. Maybe some movie from the Eternals will pop up. Who knows? Um, which seems kind of likely in a weird way. Um, yeah, because didn't the inter- didn't we see a whole scene, or maybe that was in the Andes? Did we see the Eternals with the uh, Egyptians building pyramids, or that was probably yeah, in we the did. Andes. No, there okay. was part of it. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm not trying to evade your question, but I don't know if I like this show yet. It's definitely not. This is not the Moon Knight I necessarily expected or wanted, but that doesn't make it bad, right? If that makes sense. Well, you sound pretty forgiving. As well, somebody as a, that knows Moon Knight, you know, you had more you had more tangible stock in this than I did. Well, like I said, I also know I have not read much of the canon of Moon Knight in the last ten ish or so years. So, my experience with Moon Knight is eighties, nineties, late nineties, maybe beginning two thousand. So, there's twenty years of Moon Knight. Now, I say twenty years, but he has not always been around. Like. Right. He's not always had a comic book title because he's a, he's a C level character, maybe D. Right. All right. Well, we'll see. We've got, uh, two more episodes and we'll see where it goes. Um, so I, I'm liking the show. I just don't, you know, I'm just not, uh, just wondering. It's not, I, you know, if I, if I rank it over what the, what I have just watched, like right now, I think. I'm not sure where it stands in the ranking of the the the, the Disney Plus Marvel streaming shows. Um, yeah, me either. To, I think Hawkeye I liked more right now. Yeah, but which, Hawkeye is a lot more straightforward. It makes sense. It's, yeah, I, mean, I'm, know, I know the character. Punch right. of bad guys. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I will say of the three shows we're talking about tonight, Moon Knight, Picard, and Halo, this is the one I look most forward to. Yes, but I think it's a little bit of default. It's kind of like you know, it's got the Marvel Halo to it. I'll I, I mean, I mean, it's it's not just a, if it was a show that had nothing to do with Marvel. I don't know if it would be the same. Hundred percent agree. Because I don't know, and you know, I'm waiting to find out the link up between all the other shows and where he fits in and where Moon Knight fits. You know what I mean? Like I, I just you know, well, I'm, I have earlier, an expectation. I think if this ties into any of the properties, it makes the most sense to tie into Thor. Thor. Right. Or just because of the Egyptian gods. Yeah. All right. 
Well, let's move on to uh, Picard. How about that? So I'm I'm going to start, and I'm going to say, listen, you know, I've been pretty harsh on the show. I'm still fairly harsh on it. But if you ask me what the best episode has been for this, has been episode to me it was episode eight. The most First, recent one you like the most that recent one. Well, it's not get crazy. I thought it was the <laughs> best. I thought it was the best episode of the season. Um, but you know, to me, they've already spent too much time in the past. That should have been two episodes, um, not the entire yeah, season. I know because they they went cheap. Um, and that's the only reason they did this. I guarantee you, it was a cut cost. Uh, so, but I I did like this episode. I thought it was a good one. Um, probably because of Q and where he fits in in this made it interesting. Um, and maybe the FBI guy was kind of a goofy dude. He was like you know a poor man's um, uh, um. Oh my gosh, Mulder, poor man's Mulder. <laughs> well, it kind of was. Well, right. Okay, did you ever watch that TV show on FX called The Shield? The the cop? Yeah, I think maybe once or twice. Yeah. Oh, was he on there? Seasons. It was fantastic. Yeah, he played he played a detective for the uh, LA Police Department named Dutch. Okay. So at first, my first thought when he arrested them, I was like, did they just connect Picard to the Shield? Oh my god. No, he plays a different, his character has a different name and he works for the FBI, obviously, whereas Dutch was a member of the, uh, he was a detective in the LA police department. So no, but for a minute there, my geek went like, oh, because I, I love the shield. I was like, did they disconnect him? Which didn't make sense because the shield's owned by 20th century. And obviously this is owned by CBS or Viacom or whatever. So anyhow, I enjoyed it. I, I, I don't know if, uh. This is the eighth episode now in the series. Yep. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it more. For, for me, I still think maybe my favorite episode of, the, of all these so far was maybe the second one where they went back uh, to the dystopian Earth, the racist Earth, the xenophobic, I should say. Yeah. I really like that episode. But for me, we're coming into the end. We only got two more episodes of this as well. Yeah. It goes a total of 10 episodes. I agree. I like this one because finally Q shows up again. I mean, he's showed up a little bit throughout the series other than the first and second episodes, not so much, but now it's all kind of coming together. Why this is happening. Well, he's dying from what he thinks. And then the thing is too, is like, you know, it's still the real enemy is the Borg now again. I know. How many times is the Borg and the Borg queen going to be the big bad? Been there, done that, right? Yeah. Which, that's fine. Star Wars goes to the well a lot, you know, whatever. It's, it is it is their well. Um, the the point is that the, I just don't think this is a very good season. This is not. You know, I I do do checks of my own expectations. I've liked the season quite a bit. But uh, I always, you know, I always search out, you know, alternate viewpoints. And I think I mentioned last week in which Rotten Tomatoes and saw that there is a disparity between the audience and the critical reaction to the show. And the other way though, critics like right, where the critics are loving it, yeah. but the audience is not so much. I am liking the show. I, I have to say personally, I like this season way more than season one, but I, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I, I don't why, know. Why, why do you like it more than season one? What's, what's making you like it? 
what what's giving you because I thought season one was better. Um, what, well, what what's making this, you what what I is said why? This at the time for me season one was too slow. Yeah, I get it, but at least it was in its own time frame. I don't. You're biased. You don't like it coming back in time, but you know the time travel has been a Star Trek thing forever. Not usually quite this long, but you know the original series went back in time. You know every each of the series went back in time at some point. Even, but you know there there are too many things. Like even First Contact, which was a Next Generation movie, mm-hmm. they went back in time to I think another what forty fifty years ahead of this, where they went. They went back in time to meet Zephyr and Cockrum, the guy that develops uh, warp technology for uh, planet Earth. But they went back in time, and the bad guys were the Borg. And they had to stop the Borg Queen. In fact, that's the first time we saw the Borg Queen. So it's not just that they're going back to the well of the Borg Queen. I, I do see it, you know, going back in time and keeping the Borg from taking over a, you know, Earth hundreds of years before they can defend themselves. We saw this story already. Now we're seeing it again. Let's let's have some new freshness. And for me, the fresh part comes only in the fact that Q is dying. That's new. We have not seen that before. Well, yeah. I mean, we. I, I know that Q's can, or I assume they could die, only because in Voyager, Q showed up because there was a civil war. Yeah. Their, their the Q's are kind of like the Doctor Strange of Star Trek's. The Time Kinda. Lords. They're like Time Lords in a way. So more like Doctor Who, you mean? Doctor Who is what I meant, not Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Who. I, I don't disagree with that assessment at all. Um, which is cool. That's what makes the characters interesting. When they get this kind of like, you know, Time Lord feel um, to them. Now, you know, is Rios going to bring that family into the future with them? Because you can't just like leave them on earth and say, oh, I was with a spaceship. That kid's going to be jacked. He's fucked. If he's going to grow up with, wait, I've been on a spaceship. That kid's screwed. Oh yeah. Cause that kid does not know how to shut up. No, but I mean, he's got to go in the future, right? No, I just meant mentally he'll be destroyed if he, if he leaves them there like that. Right. Yeah. I don't know how he leaves them behind because again, it reminds me a little bit of Star Trek four when they went back in time to get the whales, they ended up bringing that woman into the future. Yeah. I, I, I've been so long since I've seen that movie. I have no idea. They basically bring, there's a woman, her, her, uh, experience. She works at the, uh, aquarium where the, the whales are. And sea world or what are they? I think, I think it may be the sea world, but she is an expert on humpback whales and they end up bringing her into the future with them, which is a huge violation of the prime directive. Well, well, what about the episode prior? The monsters ones where he actually figures out like the guy who played his dad, is that the guy from Battlestar Galactica? Yes. Okay. James Callis. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We couldn't talk about this last week. Right. It was a good episode, too. That was a good episode, and I have to admit, I, I let out a geek squee when I saw James Callis. I'm like, holy shit, it's Gaius Baltar. Yeah. Who plays but a not. great character in Battlestar. He's phenomenal. He's a good actor as it is, yeah. but- Yeah. That's I mean. He's really good. The fact that they tie him, I mean, we're not going to see him a lot. It's not like he's going to come back. But the fact that he guest starred on here, which already he is geek nobility, right? Just because of Battlestar, but now he is in canon as Picard's father, right? Who they made him sound like, but it, it sounds like his mom was just had mental problems, and his dad was just trying to keep shit together, right? It wasn't quite the basically the unlock here is Picard was uh, 
unlocked that he, his dad wasn't necessarily the bad person that he probably projected him to be. Well, that's the thing. And it's an interesting way to look at it. Cause as a child, I mean, they just think mom's fun, right? Right. Mom likes to do this cool stuff. Dad's a they dick. don't see the mental homework. So yeah, it's a reassessment of one's youth and a way for him to look at his, his father as an adult to an adult. Right. Right, right. So that was that was you know the psychology of it was fine. It was good, good. It was a decent show. But I mean, it, the, the show's meandering. It's just kind of and uh, what's her face turning into the Borg is I don't know beating up her friends. Girardi. Yeah, she won't change clothes either. She's gonna stay in the Saturday Night Fever red dress. Um, <laughs> and, and then well, you know, and then touch somebody on the forehead and turn them into Borg people. And like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I you know I, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. Yes. I've said I like the season more than season one. That's just personal. But I still have issues with the fact that they just hand wave the fact that Gerardi literally murdered the doctor from season one. Murdered him. Right. But they just waved it away with, oh, I wasn't in my right mind or something. Really? Yeah. just wasn't there mentally, so I murdered someone. And that's, eh, come on, board a Starfleet ship. Yeah. I have well, issues there already. We have two episodes left. We'll see where it goes. I, you know, my hope is they clearly they're not going to get to the future, back to the future until the, the last episode, which kind of sucks, but um, we'll see. So I, I will say this. Yes. Every other time they've gone in the past, it's lasted at most. I think, you know, Voyager did it too, but I want to say it was like, you know, a season finale and then a series premiere that they split it up. So it's like two episodes, two hours tops, right? Spending all this time in the past. It is a bit much because the entire season, pretty much most of the season is being spent in the past. I I see where your complaint is. It doesn't bother me like it bothers you, but I do see where your complaint is. Well, I just wanted to move forward. Like, like, you know, we know the day's going to get saved. This is the way the world works. This is the way storytelling works. Or maybe it won't. Yeah. But I mean. You're right. It's and I would, yeah, I would rather them solve the past than get to the future and see what the ramifications were. Maybe deal with that. Yeah. You know, we're like, you know, um, uh, like back to the future. He comes back and his parents are totally different. You know, the rich, they get, you know. Biff is different. Everything, everything did kind of change. Something's going to change when they come back to the back to the present, whatever time. Right, because they made such a big deal about not letting anyone know who they were, and then and they fucked that up already. The FBI's are like, like <laughs> it's all right, yeah. They legit told the FBI, "You were right. We are from outer space in the yeah. future." Yeah, I mean, well, and then Rio, I'm sorry. I get yeah. that you have feelings for this woman, and that's fantastic. But you can't tell them everything that you just have. You've broken a thousand rules right there. Yeah, go make some cake on this um, special thing that we have. You just make cake. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't see how they don't bring her back to the future with them. But you have to, so. or kill them. Right? <laughs> I, I don't think Star Trek's going to go that dark. Do they, have yeah. a, do they have an MIB thing where they can just flash their memory away? We'll find out. Oh, I hope they don't hand wave that away too. Like the Rami, like the Vulcans tried with the the FBI guy, and then uh, now she, the and, and, oh, lo and ho- lo and behold, she is Romulan. She takes her little ears off. 
Yeah, what's up with that? Just how do you bring the characters from the future of, of that you've already signed on for the show into the past in some weird way? This is why I hate this. It's like it's just the writing is so fucking piss poor at this point that uh, it's just so lazy. This is might be the lazy one of the laziest writings for Star Trek probably ever. I think personally, but I still like Patrick Stewart. I want it to be about good, but it's not there, man. It's not there. We'll find out. But it's not there. So, any last words on? Uh... I'm good on Picard. I, I'm liking it, but I I do see your criticism. All right, let's move on to Halo. Um, let's see. They had episode five was the last one. Now, for me, in conjunction with Picard, I also thought this may have been one of the best episodes of the season. Uh, episode five. We've got a lot of stuff happening here. We've got answers to some of the. Uh, questions in terms of um, power source thing, the little, the, I don't know what you call it. The, the It's like a key that goes into the giant statue and they, they the unearth keystone, it. They call it. Keystone. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Um, you got hell of a battle scene in this, you know, almost you know, probably video game ask. This is a, this was a nod to the video gamers in this, in this particular episode yes. with helmet cams and all the different types of, uh, bad guys that they shoot and stuff but it was also a very heady episode in that you know you you he finds out that he was um basically kidnapped um uh when he was a kid uh maybe replaced with a clone you know um but you, you find out he's also being controlled because when he loses control they just kind of like shut him down you know a la robocop yeah, good analogy. Um, you can't, uh, can't, you can't go against. Uh, what was the corp from Easy from RoboCop? O- uh, OCP. OCP. Well, no, no, that was the police department, wasn't it? No, well, that was the Detroit police department. Detroit police department. Yeah, yeah. So you can't go against OCP. OCP. You're fired. Then he gets you. Um, I like this episode. OCP or OPC? I don't know. OCP, something like that. Anyways, I I thought it was a really good episode. I, you got I liked the uh, escape from Madrigal when the, with the what's her name? Um, boy, I, I'm so bad with names. Um, Quan frees herself, and you know, knocks Soren out. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. It's leading me up. They brought the that they use the human sends herself down there to make it look like she's a. She was a uh, captive of the of the bad guys, and uh, now she's in. now she's infiltrating, right? Yeah, so that'd be interesting. I thought they, I thought this was a key episode in building the season up, and like now, now the shit hits the fan, right? So they lost everything. This, this is their end of Act Two, so to speak. Yeah, uh, I agree with you in that. Well, the action certainly helped. I have to admit watching the last two or three episodes this is what episode five yeah so yeah episodes two three and four it was it was rough for me yeah it was slow because it was slow and i just i don't have the history with you know the game and me neither you know there are some hardcore fans of the halo universe i i think you know the hardcore fans probably are not digging the show from what i understand again 
Uh, I can only speak to my one friend who's a fan, and he loves it. Right, so. that's good. Like, yeah, you did say that. Um, but uh, that, that, that doesn't speak for everyone. That's just the one person I know. Right. right. So, I, I yeah, two and three were particularly rough. Four got a little better because you start seeing things fall into place. This, like, like, like I said, like you said, the action certainly helped. And yes, more things are falling into place. So this episode wasn't the bitter pill for me to watch like the yeah. last three were. But Four and five have, have worked well together, but this was a really good one. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm just really not sold on this series yet. I mean, here, I don't, like when Wednesday comes, I'm excited to sit down and finally watch Moon Knight. Even though everything we talked about it, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I look forward to Moon Knight. Right. Thursday, you know, I get access to the episodes either right before or right after we record. And I always watch Picard first. I, I totally get it. I mean, these are franchises that been you've been watching Star Trek for a long time. Why wouldn't it be first? Exactly. But like for Halo, like I knew we were recording today. I we were supposed to record on Thursday. Right. I didn't ac- I didn't get access to like right before we were supposed to record, so I knew I couldn't watch Halo in time. So I had Friday and Saturday and most of today, and I finally watched it today because I was like, oh yeah, we're going to cover that. So <laughs> all that to say. It's not a bad series. It's just for whatever reason, it's not grabbing me. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I think it's it's got to pull. Like I'm starting to get pulled into the characters a little more. The rest of the Spartans are starting to pull me in a little bit more and more each time. Yes. Um, you um, know, same here too. I, I have no um stock in this show. Like I don't. It doesn't matter to me if it does well or not. You know, I have no fear watching it, but I do like it. Um. And I think it's getting better. And I think again, it, this is not a cheap show. They did not go on the cheap for the show. It's a, it's a it's a, it's done really well. Production's good. Um, the acting is good. Don't know about the story yet. We'll find out. You know, is it going to pull through? Is it going to make something interesting? Is it going to set up um, the world of constant battle at the end? You know, when the Halo is set up and it's basically the video game, and you're fight, you know what I mean, and you're right. and it turns into like the war time. Um, I don't know, but I like the way they've brought the character. We don't know where, who he is or why he's special, why he's a chosen one. Maybe I don't know, or a twin of this other girl. Is that, are they right. twins? Is it Luke and Leia? I mean, who know? You know what I mean? Right. Who knows where it's going to go? But um, but it's good. I mean, I'll watch it. I, I mean, I'm with you. Like, I mean, Moon Knight is first because I'm so invested in the Marvel world. That I need to, you know, I don't want to miss a single minute of a Marvel experience. Um, and this is not that because what am I? I'm only invested in five episodes and play the video game once in a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not that, uh, you know, crazy. But um, but I dig it. I mean, I think it's good. I think it's good. What was the what was the HBO show that we watched? That was a sci-fi with um, the androids. Oh, uh, Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves. I like this better than Raised by Wolves. Really? Yeah, because I, you know, Raised by Wolves went so far and I was like, eh, okay. I have to admit, I really liked the Raised by Wolves, but then the second season came out and I just... Didn't bother, right? I didn't bother. I didn't bother either. I, I probably will at some point. But, but it didn't it didn't make me like, oh shit, like like the fir- after I watched the first season of Westworld, I'm like, holy shit, I can't wait till the second season comes out. Right. Um. 
we'll see how this ends, whether I'm like, holy shit, I can't wait for season two. I don't, I can't say that yet. Right. Well, we've got one, uh, four more episodes to go. So we're only about halfway through the season. Right. So, right. So they've built up a lot in the first half. They've done a good job. They have. Of, of they have. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Building the background. We'll see where it goes. You know, we don't. And, know. and you're not wrong. They, they've they dropped some coin. I just read here, uh, nine episodes, the $200 million on this first season. Yeah. You can see the production. It's good production. They did not. You know, it's it's good stuff. I mean, you could tell there where there's you know mats and blue screens and things, but that's I could tell you that in every movie because you know what, none of this is real, folks. Like, so you know, it's not real. They didn't shoot it be, as a documentary. This is not a documentary. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think they've done a good job setting up. I think they had everything against them of expect. Oh, the only thing it could be is not as good as what the people wanted. I don't think I don't think on a show like this could they have ever exceeded anybody's expectations. They just don't. And I think in the way that the fan world is now, if you're a super fan of something, you are so it's either great or sucks. Like you can't even understand the gray of it or even enjoy it a little bit or pick the pieces of it that are a little bit good. Which, you know, if you heard me talk about the the sequels, the Star Wars sequels, I mean, I can find the good stuff in each movie. And I have, I've said it here. But most people, it's either all or nothing. And that's where fandom know. is now. You know what? I don't disagree with you. You're right. The way fandom is now, you're right. 100%. Either it's amazing or it sucks. It's like you can't even enjoy it. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm happy Disney had bought Star Wars because I never would have gotten any of this content, whether it's good or bad. I never would have gotten it if George just sat on it. Right. So I have something to talk about, something to watch. So I'm just glad this show's out, the Halo show. Let's give me something new to watch, get on to. And, you know, it doesn't have to be world changing, but was I entertained? You know, is it, uh, is it, um, you know, Gladiator, are you not entertained? <laughs> I am. I'm entertained. The show is entertaining me and that's all I can ask for it. See, I'm mildly entertained. I begrudgingly watch it. Well, I don't, well that means you hate it begrudgingly. I don't have I just, I know if... We didn't, if I, if we weren't going to talk about it on this podcast, I'd probably not watch it anymore. Huh? Interesting. I would. I would still watch it if you talk about it. And like, like I said, maybe this, the rest of the season will be better. I do admit the last episode was an improvement over two and three. Episode five was an improvement over four. So maybe I'm judging a bit too early. Maybe I got to get the full story. Maybe I'll like it more then. But as of right now, you know, and, and I did this again, the show we just finished last night, Severance. Had I stopped at episode five of Severance, I wouldn't have ended up loving the series. At five, not much had happened. Yeah, the so, ends matter, right? That's why I said the same thing about Boba Fett. Like, if, if it's, it's you know, these are all one long movies. I know, and do matter, no question. But with so much competition in streaming right now, yeah, and so many different shows vying for your eyes, some shows got to grab you a bit quicker. And like I said, the only reason I'm watching this show still is because we're doing it, covering it for the podcast. That said, if it sticks to the landing, maybe I'll eat my words. And I'm happy to do so if I'm wrong. Um, I forgot to say my geek this week. There's another show I'm watching on Amazon called Outer Range. Um, I just read about that one. That's a sci-fi one too, right? Yeah, kind of. it's kind of like... Uh... Yellowstone meets Strange Days, Stranger Things, rather. It's weird. Right. It's good. It's a good show. Um, 
That's good. Josh Brolin. Um, anyway, I'm not going to get into it. I'll talk about that next week in my geek this week. But uh, anyways, well, that's 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 all I got to say about Halo. I'm looking forward to, you know, six, seven, eight, nine. We're halfway through. Um, you know, these shows are all about an hour each, so they're not like 20 minute episodes either, like Mandalorian or something. So they, you know, they're spending a lot of money and uh, we'll see where it goes. But why don't you tell our listeners what they can say about Halo, Picard, Moon Knight, or you know, if, if they're going to go to Star Wars Celebration and they want to be interviewed by on the show, where can they get a hold of us? Yeah, let us know what you think. I mean, is uh, that Moon Knight twist, did that piss you off, or are you more intrigued? Or is Halo the bee's knees? Is that the show that you've been waiting for? Uh, Picard, are you with me, or do you think it is not that great of a Star Trek show like most everyone else that's watching it? You can let us know at both our Twitter page and our Instagram page, which is at KyberCast. We've got two on Facebook, a page, and a group at the Kybercast. Let us know what you think. You know, quick question. If Picard got to choose, he's got his little Android body now, which, you know, you can pretty much do whatever you want with a, an Android body. Do you think he would have chose hair? Because I would have. If I was bald my whole life, then I could have hair. I would have chosen hair. Yeah, who chooses, give me a body just as feeble as I have already? Who who chooses that? Yeah. So I tell you what. Give me the body of the rock. <laughs> With my and, mind, and I'll take over the world. In my mind, right? And uh, how about uh, some, give me Fabio's hair. Yeah, right. Exactly. Although <laughs> when you see the rock with hair in the past, it doesn't look right. Anyways, um, <laughs> if you want to help out. Physique, yeah, if you want to help out the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kybercast. But the best way to help out the show is to smash that subscribe button. And uh, then you'll get updated every time we uh, put one of these out if I don't lose power. You know, right now we've been inconsistent, and that's my fault, and I can't help it. But uh, we're going to try and get back on schedule this week. Um, another way to help out the show is to tell a friend about our show. Uh, it's really one of the better ways. Just If you like our show, if you hear something you like and you, one of your friends likes Moon Knight and they want to hear what some idiots think, tell them about our show. Um or send them to our website, and they can learn more about us at uh, kybercast.com. All our shows are streaming there. And uh, so you can pick a pick a link and listen to them all. The whole catalog is there. Or check out our swag shop at kybercast.com slash shop. You can find some cool little trinkets and whatnot there from mugs to shirts and hats and things like that. That helps out the show as well. Plus, you get something. So... Um, I think that's going to be it for this week. Uh, next week's a bunch of the same. <laughs> the same three shows we'll probably be talking about. We're getting that much closer to Obi-Wan um, coming out soon. And uh, I think that's it for this week, right, Michael? You good? I'm good. Cool. Until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.